Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and can someone tell me why I ever bothered to turn on a microphone and talk about a news story. Why, 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 why? See, whenever I do that, then I find, I, 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 I put myself into a trap. In fact, I basically handcuff myself because once you talk about a news story, at least in my mind, I don't know about other people, you have to follow that news story, right? You got to follow it all the way to some kind of conclusion, correct? Meaning, that's what you have to do. Like, like you can't just say, well, I talked about it. Now I can just move on. No, I have to keep following the story. So we have to go to the next part of this story. And even this will not be the dramatic conclusion. But welcome, everyone. It is Thursday, August the 17th, 2023. It is currently 1038 a.m. Central Time. And I'm coming to you live from the Theology Central Studio located right here in Abilene, Texas. Well, it all started yesterday when I started seeing notifications that the Glenn Beck radio program, his, which basically is a, is a podcast as well, it's a radio program, and then obviously it's sent out to all the podcasting apps, that his podcast had been deleted and completely removed from the Apple podcasting app. Now, for some weird reason, people were calling it iTunes. I have no idea why people still use the term iTunes. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't understand. It's it's the Apple podcasting app and it's Apple music. Anyone still using iTunes? We need to talk, okay? Because I don't know what year you think it is, but well, I, I, I don't get it. All right, but it was the Apple podcasting app. I think even some news article. No, even Glenn Beck himself referred to it as iTunes. It's the Apple podcasting app. All right. He was removed from that completely. And when I say removed, not just one controversial episode, they wiped out the entire podcast, which I think was somewhere between 2,000 and 3,000 episodes, depending on who you talk to. I think I have one source saying 1,900 and something episodes, another source saying 2,000, another saying 3,000 plus, but somewhere between two 2,000 to 3,000 episodes were gone. I opened my Apple podcasting app. I first did a search for the Glenn Beck program. It was completely gone. And then I went to my library and then the artwork was gone and every episode from my library was just gone. He had just been removed. It, it was... One of those things. Now, why would I turn on the microphone and talk about it? Because I'm a big supporter of Glenn Beck. No, not a big supporter of Glenn Beck. Definitely don't agree with his theology. He is a Mormon. Definitely don't agree with his politics over and over and over. I would have issues with his politics. How he merges politics with religion. I definitely don't agree with that. So why would I do so? Because I am a absolute big supporter of free speech. I don't care if they are a liberal. I don't care if they are a conservative. I don't care if they are a Christian. I don't care if they are a Satanist. I want people to have the freedom to speak 
whether I agree or disagree with it. I understand that there can be limits and you can go too far. And if you are calling for violence or certain things you can do that can cause great pain and suffering, that there may be a limit placed upon it. But I will do everything in my power to support someone's right, even if I disagree with it. Why? Because in a roundabout way, I'm defending my own right. The rights I take away from others are rights I'm ultimately denying myself. I want someone to have the right to say what they want. I want the right to turn on my microphone and offer criticism, critique, and condemnation of it. And I want them to have the the right to turn on their microphone and condemn or critique me. I love the freedom of speech because now we can take, everyone can take their ideas. They can turn on their microphones. They can post it on podcasting apps. They can do wherever they want to post their content and say, here are my ideas. Here is the truth I am preaching, right? And then everyone can decide what to do with it. So I talked about it more so from that perspective, not so much about Glenn Beck, just this idea that these platforms can just, they can just remove you just like, I mean, just like that. You're, you're just gone. You're just gone. And I've had my own ongoing disputes with YouTube. I mean, they will remove an episode. And then when you try to appeal, they really won't even listen to you. And they'll tell you that, no, we've reviewed it and it, it violates this rule. And there has not been one program that I have ever produced that has violated any rule that YouTube actually has. They will tell me it violates the rule. They won't show me how, where. And in some cases, I know they're straight up lying because when you tell me that when I do a podcast episode about a Christian podcasting app, I'm about a Christian podcasting app and I'm telling people about the app and problems we're having getting content on the app or whatever the issue was. And then you tell me you removed my content because I violated medical misinformation, community standards. Okay. That's a lie. The program had nothing to do with medical information, misinformation. It was about a Christian podcasting app. You appeal. They're like, sorry, you lose. Your program has been removed. You get a strike. You get three strikes, we will ban you. And you're like, there's nothing you can do. So I I always am fearful and concerned about that because when it comes to Apple Podcasts, I talked about this yesterday. If they were to remove me just like that, 60% of my audience listens, downloads my program from the Apple Podcasting app. 60%. Now that's that that percentage has nothing to do with the Sermons 2.0 app or the Church One app because those are completely different statistics. But if you take all of my statistics that comes from podcasting apps in general, 60% are Apple. That would wipe out 60% of my audience. Then I would have to hope and count that that 60% would then go look somewhere else to find me. Maybe they would, maybe they wouldn't. Maybe they would care. Maybe they wouldn't. So the, the, so the, obviously I get worried when this happens. And if, if someone like Glenn Beck, who is a somebody with millions of listeners, if he can just be basically deplatformed like that, it's a serious thing. So we talked about it yesterday. As of yesterday, he, he all the episodes were gone. And according to him, he was given absolutely no reason. According to him, he was given absolutely no warning. 
He was not even given the ability. He thought that it was due to the program that he did yesterday. Yesterday's program was who is the real crime family, Trump or Biden? Okay, and so he thought, well, see, they didn't like it. That's why they got rid of it. Well, if that was true, they would have just gotten rid of the one episode. They deleted the entire podcast. And according to him, no warning, no anything. So yesterday, I continued to watch it. Then we got news. I think it was before I got to church. Yes, it was before I got to church that his podcast had been magically restored to the Apple Podcasting app. According to Glenn Beck, as of yesterday, he was never given a reason. He said that he would be talking about it on today's radio program. As soon as we get audio from the first hour of the Glenn Beck program today, as soon as we get the uh, audio from that, of course, I'll turn the microphone back on and we will review what he had to say. But doing a little bit of research, doing a little bit of research, I was able to find this. Apple says, now Apple, I guess, has finally come out with a statement. All right. This is what Apple is saying. Apple says removal of Glenn Beck podcast was related to a trademark dispute that has been resolved. Now, I don't want to be conspiratorial, but that just seems so odd to me. Glenn Beck is a a national radio program. He has almost somewhere between 2,000 and 3,000 episodes on the Apple podcasting app. And just all of a sudden, out of nowhere, boom, he violated a copyright law. You're telling me that his radio program is not covered by copyright. They have all the copyrights where he can play this music or play this clip or do. That seems odd. And And typically what happens, because I've been there. I've had this happen for a possible copyright violation, right? Because uh, here's what happened a long time ago. It was called AT&T TV. Now it's called Direct TV Stream. My daughter, we came up with this idea. Hey, let's try out AT&T TV. And she's like, okay. And I'm like, when we do so, I want you to use your phone. We'll record a video of the unboxing, the hooking it up and go through everything. And she's like, sounds fun, right? So she, I mean, it's like a amateur, 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 amateur video. So we do it and we upload it to YouTube. Now, I think right now it's got like, I don't know, a hundred thousand views, some crazy number, right? But it's just me and my daughter, you know, I mean, we're not like professional YouTube people or anything, but we decided we would, we would do this. Well, guess what happened? We got a copyright strike. Why? Because we're showing a TV channel. And because we're showing the TV channel, well, wait, 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 that's copyright. I'm like, but we're, we're review. We're not actually showing it. We're talking over it. Okay. So we, we fought it. We won. We won the copyright, but they, they weren't like, we're going to ban you. They were like, we're going to remove this program. And here's it here. And they even gave me the timestamp. Here is the mark on where, so you can either uh, edit that out. Right. You can edit that out. They gave us options. They didn't just say we're going to. Well, that's it. We're banning your entire YouTube channel. Gone. I had copyright violations on SoundCloud before. They just said we're removing this episode. They didn't come banning it. I've had that happen just a few times. Right. Uh, it, it, oh, even here for the Theology Central podcast. Remember when there was a brand new Christian podcast that I was going to promote and we reviewed their first episode? I think we, we reviewed their first two episodes 
and we were told everyone to go subscribe to it and we were promoting it and we were very nice to it. Well, they got mad and then they contacted our podcasting platform and they removed our content. They did not ban us. They did not delete. All, they just removed the, 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 um, they just removed the episode in question. So I'm having a hard time that Apple's like, hey, you've got a possible trademark dispute going. We're going to boom. So what What was the trademark dispute? Now, is it I, I guess I guess a copyright vo- violation would be maybe your content trademark. Was it his artwork? I, I, I saw I was reading it like copyright, like you have some kind of so you, he played something. But what would be the trademark dispute? Is he under a current trademark fight with, I, I don't know. Well, let's see what they have to say here. So Apple says removal of Glenn Beck podcast was related to a trademark dispute that has since been resolved. It was resolved within a couple of hours. It says episodes of Glenn Beck's show were restored on Apple podcasts more than five hours after his radio show. The Glenn Beck program was removed from the platform earlier Wednesday. Reached for comment, an Apple spokesman told Variety that the Glenn Beck program was removed from Apple Podcasts because of a trademark dispute involving Beck's podcast and that the issue has since been resolved. The Apple rep declined to provide details what the trademark dispute was about. Now, if you're going to say trademark, I don't know what, what are you referring to? Trademark because of his artwork? Just remove the artwork. Trademark in his theme music. If I, I think at one point, Glenn Beck had the person on and on his radio program who made his theme music. <laughs> so clearly, they that couldn't have been the trademark dispute. I don't know what it could be. But again, so either it had to be every single episode had it, which I I don't know how that would work. If it's the artwork, you could just take it down. I, the whole that just seems that that seems weird to me. All right, now Glenn Beck shared that while Apple restored episodes of his podcast, he still did not have a clear answer as to why this happened. Hope to have an update for you tomorrow on radio. Currently, Apple Podcast list one thousand nine hundred and fourteen episodes of the Glenn Beck program available. Earlier Wednesday, Beck posted, all of my podcasts have been removed from Apple slash iTunes. Now, the original post I saw, he did not put Apple. He just put iTunes. Maybe he did put Apple. I don't know. But even that, just put the Apple podcasting app. He says, with no explanation. And a video uploaded, Beck said he received a message from Apple that said, we found an issue with your show, the Glenn Beck program, which must be resolved before it's available on Apple Podcasts. Your show has been removed from Apple Podcasts. He continued, they sent us a link and said, for more details, go to the link. And the link only says, your show has been removed from the Apple podcast. Well, we got that one, dummy. Okay, in other words, they did not give a specific reason. Uh, Beck, host of the nationally syndicated radio show and co-founder of Blaze Media, said in the video that I cannot imagine what they are uh, basing this uh, one on, adding that Apple did not give him any strike or any other advance warning that a show may have run afoul of the text giant's policy in some way. This is crazy, crazy. There's nothing that we have said that would warrant any removal. Now, again, I'm going to make sure it's clear. I defend the company. The companies have the right. I mean, they you're on their platform for free, right? 
and you they have the right to remove anything they don't want. I will defend the company's right. All I get mad at is you need clear rules. And if there is a violation, clearly point out how what I said, when did I say it, how did that violate the rule? And then give me the opportunity to either remove the uh, uh, particular episode or delete the part out that you don't like. Whatever the case may be, give me an option to fix it. But my dealings with the companies, there's no appeal. There's no, there's, you, you really can't do anything. They're just like, nope, you violate. And even if you know you didn't violate it. And sometimes I don't even clearly articulate exactly how you violated it. To me, that, that's the part that bo- bothers me. Look, if you're going to have rules, make the rules very clear. And when there's a clear violation of said rule, clearly articulate what the violation is and go after the specific episode that violated it or episodes. If you need to remove 15 episodes, remove 15. If you need to remove 50, remove 50. Go after the specific speech that was specifically in violation. But in this case, supposedly it wasn't speech. It was supposedly trademark. But if they don't articulate what the trademark policy was. Now, maybe Glenn Beck this morning is explaining all of this. As soon as we get the audio, we will play it for you. Now, Beck said it's probably just a glitch, but it's amazing how we have to have a whole bunch of people point out the glitch before the glitch is found and the show is put back, he added. I think the closer and closer we get to the 2024 presidential election, the more and more glitches are going to happen. Now, of course, that's a little conspiratorial, but hey, I understand that he could be a little bothered by it. Um, it says the Glenbeck program podcast remains available on the Blaze TV service, as well as on Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Stitcher, and other platforms. And I see, that's the thing. If it's a trademark issue, why isn't any of the other podcasting platforms going, hey, you can't put this stuff on our platform. You've got a trademark dispute, and we don't want to end up in the middle of a lawsuit. Clearly, nobody else has a problem but just Apple. <laughs> okay. Uh, and well, that's, that's all we have right there. That's all we have. Now we, 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 we need, um, okay. I'm looking, I'm just looking to see if we have anything here. I uh, see here. Okay. Yeah. It looks like, uh, Now, it says, now, this was 17 hours ago. After over five hours of my entire catalog of podcast episodes, over 3,000 being removed from Apple, and despite receiving a confirmation email congratulating me that my podcast is now available, the Glenn Beck program is still not available on Apple Podcast. Now, hang on. Let me look here. I'm going to just make sure. I'm going to make sure because it was there as of, now, that was 17 hours ago. So I think it's all been resolved as of now. Hang on. I'm doing a a refresh of my Apple podcasting app and we'll get to the bottom of this. Here we go. All right. It's all, it's uploading or not uploading. It's updating, I should say. Okay. Well, it does that. I'm going to go to search. I'm going to type in Glenn Beck, Glenn Beck program. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. The Apple Podcasting app is moving extremely slow today. I don't know why. I mean extremely slow today. 
I'm going to hit loading. Okay, they still have the program from yesterday. I'm just going to hit play. I'm just going to pick one and just hit play here. Let's see if it will play. Okay, here we go. Welcome to the podcast. So why has there been such a backlash by Rolling Stone and others uh, over Oliver Anthony's song, Rich Men North? Okay. All right. So yes, it's playing. So whatever happened, uh, they are they are they are back. You can find it. You can listen to it. So he he is back. Whatever it may be, there have been a little point where they say it's available and it's not. I've had uh, some issues with Apple doing that before. Now I I and the only reason I have a little insight into this because with the Apple Podcasting app, you have a thing called Apple Podcast Connect. And anyone who has a podcast on Apple, that's, that's where you create an account, you submit your podcast, you have to give them a description, you submit your artwork, you submit everything. They basically, you have to go through an approval process, then they approve it, then they will email you saying, hey, congratulations, your, your program is now available. Now, sometimes it'll say now available and it'll take an hour. It's almost weird because the messages he received are like, hey, welcome to the pl- to platform. So I don't know what was going on there. The whole thing seems weird. And it doesn't appear, at least from Glenn Beck, from what he was saying yesterday, that he knew anything about the trademark dispute. I don't know where um, the, the one news agency, they reached out to Apple and Apple told them. I don't know if Apple told Glenn Beck. Now, when we get the audio from this morning, we will find out. You may think this is much to do about nothing To me, it just once again shows us that this great, beautiful world of broadcasting and podcasting, as amazing as it is, you are literally beholden (laughs) to these platforms because without them, there's no way for anyone to find you. You're never going to be heard. You're going to you're going to have some obscure. I mean, you've got to find a way. These these platforms help people find your content. So. We will see. I'm hoping that this is resolved. I hope it brings light to the subject because I just I, I just know for Glenn Beck he could create he created a, a you know he was able to kick up enough dust because how big he is. I worry about the small broadcasters who we don't have we don't have a voice. You're just gone. And look, if I'm violating your rules, by all means, kick me off your platform. But if I'm not violating your rules, don't accuse me of it. And if you're going to accuse me of it, give me an opportunity to actually speak to a human being so that we can work it out. That's what that's what I would say. I, I'm not I'm not a fan of the way sometimes the way this goes down. But that's why our content is everywhere. That's why we are on the Sermons 2.0 app, the Church One app. That's why we're on the Sermon Audio website. That's why we're on Spreaker. That's why we're on Pandora. Deezer, Pocket Cast, you name Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, po- you name the podcasting app. We are there. We put our content everywhere. We're on YouTube. We put it everywhere because if one goes down, we're hoping that then people will go find us on our those other platforms. Now, this there was a there was a point. There was a lot of concern about this, and then the concern kind of went away. Everybody moved on. I think the Glenn Beck situation just reminds us that once again, how quickly it can all go wrong. Now, hopefully he's restored. There's no problem. Hopefully he gets a good explanation and hopefully there's no problems moving forward. Hopefully it is just a glitch. 
Hopefully they can, but hopefully they can pinpoint what the glitch was so that we can all avoid it. Cause I would be in an absolute complete panic if my 3000 plus episodes just disappeared from the Apple podcasting app. I would be, because again, that's 60% of my audience. It's just gone. And you would have no way to reach back out to those people. Now, you would hope those people would go look somewhere else, but you would have no way to reach them. You would have no way to go, hey, guys, 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 I'm still here. Just go find us here. Because, well, you could not post anything else on the podcast, on the Apple Podcasting app. <laughs> you would be gone. That, that, that is so maddening, uh, the way that works. So hopefully Glenn Beck can get to the bottom of it. Hopefully Apple will fix whatever glitch it was. And if it turns out to be a trademark dispute... Right. Whatever. I, I look if it's if it's copyright violation. Again, remove what co- violates the copyright. That's what typically happens. And then, you know, just just remove that and then and then tell me how they violated it so that I can learn from it. And if it's a trademark, I definitely want to know how to avoid that as well. You definitely want to. But that's the latest. Again, it's not necessarily what I wanted to be talking about today. But once you start talking about a news story, I feel like you got to follow it all the way to the end. I feel like you do. So we will keep you as soon as the Glenn Beck programs podcast for today shows up on any podcasting app that I can download it from, uh, then I will be the first to download it. We'll queue it up and we will review and hear Glenn Beck's explanation to what happened. Hopefully it turns out to be a big to do about nothing. But even then it would still be a big to do about something. Right? Because um, it still once again reminds us of why. And I think, you know, just think about Sermon Audio right now with their Vault project. You go to the Sermon Audio website, look at the thing called the Vault. They're, they're, they're trying to put, be able to have all the sermons put into this Vault that's separate from other servers and other platforms so that it cannot be just deplatformed and deleted. Now, I still don't know. If Sermon Audio has a backup plan, if they were rem- if the Sermons 2.0 app and the Church One app was removed from all the uh, app stores, you you may still have the website, right? But nobody would have the apps. Is there a way for people to get apps, and you don't need the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store? What would happen if those apps were deplatformed? I'm hoping I, I need to ask because what would be the backup plan for uh, Sermon Audio if that was the case? Sermons 2.0 app, gone, boom. Would you, would you be looking up the website every day? Maybe you would, maybe you wouldn't because most people just get used to the convenience of an app, right? The Church One app, gone. So then what happens? And that's what was so confusing yesterday for me. The Glenn Beck program gets pulled down for trademark, but you still have the Blaze TV app available in the Apple App Store with the very content that has the trademark issue on it. Like, that makes no sense to me. I mean, that makes no sense to me. I kept waiting for the Blaze TV app to be removed from the Apple App Store. That just seemed like that would be the most next logical step. I wonder... Yeah, yeah, Glenn Beck doesn't have a, I don't think he has an app for his podcast because everything's on the Blaze TV app. But that would be, that's the most bizarre, like that still makes no sense to me. But yeah, as far as Christians are concerned, as far as Christians are concerned, 
I'm not saying it's going to happen tomorrow. I'm not going to say it's going to happen next week. I don't want to be hyperbole. Don't want to be exaggerate, exaggerate in any way, shape or form. But slowly but surely as the country moves, I mean, we're obviously in a post-Christian America, no question about it. As it moves further and further away from any biblical mind, any biblical worldview at all and becomes more hostile to it. Will any of some of these platforms at some point say, nope, you can't be on there for that. You can't. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but at least we need a plan if it does happen. I don't have a plan because I don't have the ability to create some kind of infrastructure to do that. I would, I'm at the mercy of all of these different platforms. I'm hoping Sermon Audio, since they seem to be creating a, a, an, you know, a, a plan, right? A plan in case something like this was to happen, a contingency. I hope they have a contingency that people would be able to access the apps so that they could still use them. Because I love the Sermons 2.0 app and the Church One app. You talk about what a great, I, I hope you understand how amazing it is what they do for us, right? We, we, we used to have our own standalone app. It cost us about $100 a month. That company went away. Then it got sold to a different company and their standalone app now was going to cost us like $140, $150, $170 a month. And it, it was trash. And I'm like, I'm not going to pay for this. Sermon Audio with the Church One app gives me and nobody the chance really to have our own standalone app. And they don't charge us any extra. It's just the, the, the monthly fee of $50 a month to broadcast on Sermons 2.0. And, and then I, I can just tell anyone, download the Church One app, do a search for Theology Central, and it becomes our app. That is, a, that is an amazing service. That is absolutely insane that, that they make that available. Now, if, and if they're, they're going to protect all of these sermons so that if they were, if something was to happen, there's a contingency, that's, that's awesome as well. So um, I'm glad there's people out there thinking forward. I, I don't want to ever say anything's going to happen. I just know I've had that sick feeling before because one time, there was a time we were one strike away from being banned from YouTube one, and all of that content would have just been gone. Now, that's not that big a deal because YouTube is not, you know, not a major platform for us, but it still would have been like, okay, now that's taken away from us. And then we know that the one situation with Spreaker where Christian podcaster gets mad at us for really trying to help, help them and promote them. They removed our, our, now we didn't get in trouble. They just removed that episode. So there was no, I didn't feel like we were super close to getting banned, but I got that sick feeling like, oh boy, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. And I've already, I've told you the story about being kicked off Christian radio. Again, for not violating any rules because they didn't give me any rules. So there you go. So we will see. Now, uh, Sermon 2.0 app, all sermons, all content uploaded to their platform has to meet their statement of faith. And if it violates it, they can remove the content. They have the right to do that. So what I always want to do, if, if I ever think something I'm going to say is going to violate what they give, I'll just not post that episode on the Sermons 2.0 app or the Church One app. I would just go post it somewhere else because you want to respect, I want to respect the rules. I want to respect the rules. But in some of these situations, the rules are just so arbitrary and it just seems, they're, they're, put it this way, it's very questionable at times. 
So Glenn Beck is currently back on the Apple podcasting app. According to Apple, it was for a trademark dispute. Glenn Beck, as of yesterday, didn't know anything about said trademark dispute. You think he would be aware of a trademark dispute, right? Because someone would be, why would they be going after Apple podcast? They'd be going after his company, right? You think he would know it. So either he knew it and didn't mention it or, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I'm not going to speculate. But we'll, when we get the audio, I'll update you. In the meantime, we'll move on to other issues and other theological topics that are much more in line with what we want to say. But this fits perfectly with just, hey, Christian podcasters need to at least be thinking about what could happen if you were to be deplatformed. What would you do? Most of us, we don't have a choice. We would be in trouble. My contingency is be on every platform on earth because there's no way all of them are going to deplatform me. Okay. There's no way all of them would get rid of me. Maybe, maybe, maybe one or two, but not all of them. So that's my contingency. And I'm hoping that I can always maintain a decent uh, relationship with Sermon Audio uh, and, and the Ch uh, Sermons 2.0 app and the Church One app. I'm hoping I always can. I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope. All right. Thanks for listening. Email me, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. We will bring you an update when we get the audio from the Glenn Beck radio program today, and we'll hear what he has to say. And then we now have Apple side. We'll have Glenn Beck side. We'll give you both sides, and then you can make your own decision. Remember when news used to be like that? Remember? Remember? Okay. All right. Thanks for listening. Everyone have a great day. God bless.